Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 306 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Picket Wicket. Thanks. Picket Pick Wicket. Picket Wicket. Pick Wicket. <laughs> Super cute. Love that. Thank you. Today, we will be discussing part one of chapter three of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, The Dursleys Departing. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to escape your way through the details. <laughs> Before we begin, Meg's Mouse Tales has weekly profit news. I do. So for the Back to Hogwarts event, which I know this episode is going to come out slightly after this but they released new lego kits for september 1st this year um they dropped the advent calendar for this year they also dropped like a new i guess you could say miniature version of hogwarts castle compared at least to like the big big one yeah um but it's still like super detailed if you guys follow us on instagram you will have seen my stories as I built it. It was very fun to build. Um, and then the big fancy collector's edition set that they put out is Gringotts Wizarding Bank, which is like Gringotts, but then also the vaults underneath it. It's the, t- I think, maybe don't quote me on this, but I believe <laughs> it is the tallest Lego set. Or maybe it's the tallest Harry Potter Lego set. I'm confident in saying it's the tallest Harry Potter Lego set that they've ever made. Nice. Um, but it's like, it's really, really tall whenever, but it can be displayed off of the, um, off the base that has like the vaults. So you can like have the vaults separate from the bank or you can display them together. It's really, really cool, but it's like almost $500. I think <gasps> yeah, the castle like- was six. The castle is six. Right? No, the castle's less. You be quiet. Ca- I'm. I'm. My castle that I have upstairs is less. Yes. No way. Hogwarts Castle Lego is. Let's see. I'm pulling it up right now on Lego.com. Four sixty nine. Shut your stinking mouth. So Hogwarts Castle. That's crazy. Is. Uh, gosh, stop clicking things. Is. 6,020 pieces. And let's see how many pieces. That's the Hogwarts one, the big one? Yeah. One of the next big ones is the Diagon Alley set. That one's 5,544. That's 450. And then Gringotts. Do, 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 do. That's my Jeopardy music right now. Hold on. That's, that that was, is like that was, Halloween. That or something. Okay, 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 okay. Hold <laughs> that was on. The, Gringotts um, is, is 429, movie, right? and it's 
4,801 pieces. Wait, it's so less it, pieces and more money? No, it's it's oh. not. I'm sorry. It's 429. It's still very expensive, but um they're all within like 20 bucks of each other. Um That thing is gigantic. Tall. And it has it like includes the the dragon on top, which is pretty cool. Alana yeah, you've got like the above and the below. Mind. Yeah. It's really, cool. really cool, but it would make me nervous to display it with yeah. like the stuff under it. I feel like it would topple over and like could you imagine? No. No. I would no cry. We've had small, yeah. small, small scales of Legos Fall, break. And, and I it's have been cried. devastating. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, anyway. Those are the new sets. The I, honestly, the Hogwarts Castle and Grounds one is so beautiful, and <coughs> that is probably the one out of all the ones that released that I would recommend to get. There's a lot of new Legos. Yeah, it's Peter I think Pan. There's more coming there's too. Disney. For, yeah, there's a they've giant released Chewbacca. a bunch. <laughs> they've released a bunch of Disney ones because of the hundredth anniversary. So there have been a lot of new Disney ones being released. I want the Sanders and Sister house, but it's so expensive. It's also sold out a ton of places, too. They had it at the Lego store in Columbus. We went shopping with our friend Chrissy down in Columbus this past weekend, and they had the Sanders and Sister house down there, and it looked so pretty. Oh, and you didn't buy it from me? Okay. Okay. No, it's like $260. I want to venmo you. (laughs) I didn't know you actually wanted it. I'm yeah, sorry. I actually do. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, that's uh, that's my weekly profit. I'm done. Bye. No, Bye. Peace sweet. out. <laughs> Good for you. Now keep going. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's still green. Uh, make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they may too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag Boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. Swish swag boxes are coming. I absolutely promise you we are almost finished with picking everything out for it. It has just been a crazy summer, but I promise you that they're coming. Um, We have the list of everybody who got them and do not fret. You will get it. I, I promise you. Bless you all. And thank you, everybody. For your yeah. amazing patience and support of us. We love you guys so much and just like appreciate everything so much. So yes. um, as always, we are accepting Potter stories to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Well done. Go mail. What's up, Katie? What's up? Are you, are you ready? I'm ready. It's time. For the River River Recap. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. Rita Skeeter. Oh, Rita. Oh, Rita. Um, we keep going with the interview with her and the Daily Prophet, which is not as cool as the Weekly Prophet, but whatever. 
Um, she <laughs> loves dishing them deets, but not too much because you have to buy the book. Right? Of course. Can't right. spoil it. Yeah. Harry's beyond livid with her because she's defaming Dumbledore. And speaking of Dumbledore, Harry thinks he sees his bright blue little eye in the mirror fragment. Blue. He does see a Dumbledore eye. Ayo. Just the wrong. Just the wrong Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Oh my god, they're all A's. I just realized that. What? Yeah, you're right. I just noticed that too. Yeah. What? Albus, Aberforth, and Ariana. <laughs> they all have A names. Was yep. there a theme going on? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep, it's yep. Ah. Okay. So, what are we going to talk about today? Vernon is struggling with believing Harry in the Order. And it's quite the feat that he's gotten this far, if I'm being honest. Um, he's pushing back on everything, though. Why can't he have Kingsley? What about his work? What about Dudley's school? But once Dudley's on board, it's game over. Game <laughs> over. Game over. Game over. Megan, you ruined my nose, just so you know. Your nose? Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. I clicked on <laughs> the wrong tab after I went and looked at those Legos. And I panicked for a second thinking I didn't do my notes for this because it's I had to have notes up for 308. And I got scared. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> like the stomach drop was real <laughs> i i hate that feeling so much <sighs> okay so we start the chapter with a lovely oi you yelled up the stairs <sighs> do we love this or do we love this my friends hate uh, it <laughs> um so harry knows who oi you is directed to obviously him and then he gives us a little bit of a recap because he thinks about the past 16 years and how he's um always the one being yelled at in the house right and he doesn't really respond right away because he's still reeling from the mirror fragment in the eye of a certain Dumbledore. And I actually put, I said it was a Dumbledore, but not the Dumbledore University that he's thinking of, right? <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know you put that in there. Yeah. We're connected. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he's like still thinking about this. And then he finally snaps out of it when he hears, Boy! So, so nice and loving. And it's all caps, boy. All caps. Boy. Boy. And so reluctantly he gets up. He heads to his bedroom door. But before he goes downstairs, he adds the mirror fragment to the rucksack. Praise be, because that's a literal lifesaver for later on. <laughs> I said in my notes, I was like, thank God Harry is sentimental right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly, <laughs> no though. Kidding. Because that not only saves his life, but his best friends, Ollivander, Luna, and um, unfortunately as Dobby's. But I don't think Dobby would have wanted to have died any other way, honestly. If he was going to go out, he was going to go out saving Harry Potter. I don't think yeah. he wanted to die. Poor like Dobby. That. 
Harry told him to promise him to never try to save his life again. This is true. What happened? (laughs) Yeah. But like, honestly, yes, Dean and Griphook as well. Um, okay. Vernon, as I wrote, because I was tired of writing like Mr. and Dot or Uncle. (laughs) I'm not doing it. (laughs) So Vernon. Also, is he even worthy of being called Mr. Dursley? Mr. Dursley. Forget him. He's the worst. (laughs) Vern. The Vern. Uh, Not pleased that Harry took his good old time coming downstairs. And he's like, I want a word with you. Um... All right, it's all you get. One word. I <laughs> I love this part because of Harry's body language. It's so good. Yeah. Quote, Harry strolled downstairs, his hands deep in his jeans pockets. And I, I want us all to, like, think back to the first couple of books before we get to three so books one and two and how different harry is from book books one and two to now he's very comfortable with himself he is no longer that scared child that he once was and the dursleys really don't have any sort of power over him anymore Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with just um, kind of coming into his own and finally having like almost all the answers because like he's constantly questioning over the summer and feeling lonely and isolated yeah. at least for some amount of time. Um, but he has so much purpose this summer and also I think a lot of it has to come with the what he knows is happening in the future, right? He's leaving. Um, he is about to become of legal age, so like a legal adult in the wizarding world. Um, he doesn't need them for anything, right? He doesn't need them, like literally for anything. He yeah, has a house. Literally, all he has he's money. Doing- he's ready to bounce. All he's doing for them is everything he can for their safety, which is more than they deserve. And I think that this also gives me vibes of like when you put in your two weeks notice at a job. (laughs) (laughs) And you just like literally cannot be bothered. (laughs) Don't care anymore. And he's just like, you know, bare minimum. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving them the absolute bare minimum that I have to, which he doesn't have to give them much. I mean, really, truly, he is doing far beyond what they deserve at this point by making sure, con- giving the effort, putting the effort in to try to convince them to leave this house. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is so much more than they deserve from him. Mm-hmm. But he's a good person. He is a good egg. That Harry Potter. That Harry Potter. I've changed my mind, he said. What a surprise, <laughs> said Harry. Honest, <laughs> honestly, though, like, back and forth. <laughs> How many times do you think they had this conversation? Oh, it's been a minute. I think he said he's been changing his mind every 24 hours for the past four weeks. So that's quite a lot. Yeah. Um, 
So the Dursleys are all in the living room. They're all dressed for traveling. Vernon says, sit down. And Harry raises his eyebrows. I love that. It's just silent eyebrow raise. Like, I'm sorry. Huh? Can you repeat? Didn't hear you. <laughs> Try again. And Vernon actually winces at this as if it brings him some kind of pain or discomfort to say, please, to ask him to sit. Um, terrible. Awful person. Just yeah, you're terrible. So well written to be nasty. Is it called Vernon because it sounds like vermin? I I think probably, honestly. I thought did did the author know somebody by that name that wasn't too kind? Or is that just is that Umbridge? I thought that was Umbridge and it wasn't that they were named Dolores. It's just that Umbridge was the the dress, wasn't it? Yeah, and they were just the way they dressed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we'll find out. Megan's on the internet right now. Yep. Okay. So Harry sits down and he thinks he knows what the conversation is going to be. Uncle Vernon's pacing. Petunia's looking anxious. And then Vernon stops right in front of Harry and he goes, I've changed my mind. Harry, once again, like I said before, he says, what a surprise. Don't take that tone, began Aunt Petunia in a shrill voice. I guess I read that wrong. Don't take that tone! (laughs) That's true. But Vernon Dursley waved her down. It's all a lot of crap. Clap trap. I almost said crap trap. (laughs) (laughs) Crap trap. Clap trap, said Uncle Vernon, glaring at Harry with piggy little eyes. That's used to describe Dudley a lot. Not so much anymore. I've decided I don't believe a word of it. We're staying put. We're not going anywhere. Go ahead. Um, So the name Vernon doesn't have a connotation with like the author or anything, no but Dursley is a town in Gloucestershire, I think, England. Sure. Um, and the author has commented that she visited the place as a child and hated it, which likely affected her choice of surname for the awful family, remarking, I don't imagine I'm very popular in Dursley. The town is known for its Victorian history and coal mining. She chose the name because it sounded dull and forbidding. Yeah. What about Umbridge's name? We looked that one Let's up find out. Okay. I'll raise my hand again. Okay. <laughs> so Harry is super exhausted and kind of a little bit amused by this because they have, like I said, they've been changing their mind every 24 hours for the past four weeks, which is a lot. And so that's how long this plan has been um, in place and communicated to them. And so you can imagine they're like, like literally at war with themselves deciding on what they want to do. Quote, packing and unpacking and repacking the car with every change of heart. I'm surprised they were packing the car that early. It seems like a very Dursley-ish thing to do. Yeah, but it also <laughs> seems like a really great way for someone to steal your stuff. <laughs> Cars are easily broken into. Anyways, yeah, true. Harry's favorite moment had been the one where Uncle Vernon, unaware that Dudley had packed his dumbbells 
into his case the last time it had been unpacked, had attempted to hoist it back into the boot and collapsed with roars of pain and much swearing. Um, for those of you wondering, what's a boot? Well, it's a trunk. Trunk. It's the trunk of the car. I actually um, knew that. Shout oh. out to Dudley for trying to be swole while on lockdown. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> go, Dudley, go. <laughs> Kat, Katie gets it. I we get it. We here, guys. <laughs> okay, I have Umbridge's inspiration. Philly, you're killing me, dude. Stop following the stuff on my screen. Yes, Not okay. a cat, Phil. Um, so her name was not inspired by anybody, but it was her personality and her accessories. It says what's, this is the author talking about this person. She said, I took instruction in a certain skill or subject. I'm being vague as vague can be for reasons that are about to become obvious. And in doing so came into contact with a teacher or instructor whom I disliked intensely on site. Um, what sticks in my mind is her pronounced taste for twee accessories. I particularly recall a tiny little plastic bow slide, pale lemon in color that she wore in her short curly hair. I used to stare at that little slide, which would have been appropriate to a girl of three as though it was some kind of repellent physical growth. She was quite a stocky woman and not in the first flush of youth and her tendency to wear frills where frills had no business to be and to carry undersized handbags again as though they had been borrowed from a child's dressing up box jarred, I felt, with a personality that I found the reverse of sweet, innocent, and ingenuous. Wow. So. That person had to know this well. That's very descriptive. I feel like they've probably... Oh, hold on, hold on. It says... Umbridge's names were carefully chosen. Dolores means sorrow, something she undoubtedly inflicts on all around her. And Umbridge is a play on umbrage, I'm guessing, from the British expression to take umbrage, meaning offense. Dolores is offended by any challenge to her limited worldview. I felt her surname conveyed the pettiness and rigidity of her character. I mean, I know the author said that they were not being descriptive but i mean that's pretty descriptive <laughs> those were like heavy heavy on the detail how how would that person not know it was right. them you know yeah especially if you were like oh i had you know blah blah in my class oh snap when that interview comes out did she speak to this person uh mm-hmm. i don't know or just Judgy Judge McJudgerson. You know, we all mm. we're all not going to get along. I understand. No, I don't think that it was purely. I mean, I'm. She did hear say that she did judge on sight. However, it says she took instruction in a certain skill or subject uh. from this instructor. So I'm assuming that yes, she did judge on sight, but her judgments ended up being correct, <laughs> and Got that's it. why yeah. she did this. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Because how that's described, it makes me believe she did take instruction from this person. You know, all you got to do in an interview like that, if somebody's like, oh, you know, is there inspiration, like real personal connection behind Umbridge? You give a I'll never tell and a wink and then move on with your life. You don't have to get that descriptive. Jeez. 
I was um well her name rhymed with you know like <laughs> <laughs> I was uh Shmory. I was cutting stuff out too <laughs> oh there was more yeah. you don't have to read it no I won't but in the world yeah um but yeah Congratulations! You're probably the most hated character in a number one selling book series inspiration. Honest to goodness. <laughs> Cannot. Anywho. Moving on. We also don't like the the uh, Dursley, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. A boot is a trunk. Moving on. <laughs> 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 so, Vernon's uh, talking himself through this again. So he goes, according to you, Vernon Dursley said now, resuming his pacing up and down the living room, we, Petunia, Dudley, and I are in danger from, from some of my lot. Right, said Harry. So he's putting words into their mouth that they've already used. He just needs to get this conversation rolling along. It's, it's go time. We have to get him back on the side of leaving and going into protection. Quote, well, I don't believe it, repeated Uncle Vernon, coming to a halt in front of Harry again. I was awake half the night thinking it all over, and I believe it's a plot to get the house. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. I love listening to Jim Dale read this, though. Oh, my God, me His too. His Vernon voice. His Vernon voice is fantastic. According is to you. <laughs> yeah, it's got like that <laughs> yang, 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 yang sound. Yes, yes. it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so we have to think about this, right? We have to put ourselves... Okay, I need everyone for just a second to be a Dursley. Ugh, of oh the Ver- Vernon and Petunia variety. Because Dudley's... Dudley, for me, is redeemed. It's fine. All is forgiven once we get to seven. Me and Dudley are tight. I'm cool. We, we lift. I'm cool. You we know? lift. We're swole, yeah. right? He levioses. He also was like just, he was so molded a certain way. And it's unfortunate. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So we're, we're Dursleys, right? Say yeah. yes. Okay. Yes. Everybody no. say yes in your car or wherever you're listening at work. Anywho, here we go. They are being told to leave their home, Vernon's job, all of their things, their livelihood, because this group of people that they dislike the most and are afraid of and do not trust say they need to go with them to save their lives. Now, I also think, on the other hand, we're thinking about it two different ways. Why not? You know very well that this world is real. Your son has experienced things from this world and has not been the same since. Your wife has experienced things from this world. Harry is literally in your life because of this person who murdered his parents amongst many others, Lake TM. 
Why would you not believe it? So there's two different thought processes there, right? It's like they hate, they're afraid, they don't trust. But on the other hand, this is very real and they know it is very real. So that has to be a heck of an inward battle for four weeks, nonstop, deciding what you are going to do. Because that's a big move to make. And sometimes I'm really surprised that they actually went through with it. If Dudley yeah. Tiff to like it, talk some sense into the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, Dudley really that... was the game changer. If it yes. would, if he, if he was like silent or had nothing to say, it wouldn't have happened. I and don't this think. This is why I have always been an advocate for people who are surrounded by family who maybe doesn't agree with everything that they agree with. Mm-hmm. The um, what's the word I'm looking for? The the impact you could have by trying to have real educated discussions with those people if you are mentally okay to. Because I absolutely understand that sometimes, sometimes it's not worth it for your own mental health. But if you yeah. are sound and you are solid you can be a real game changer and have real impact with people who don't necessarily agree with things that you agree with. And if you come into a conversation educated on a topic, it can make a difference. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, that, that is a little different than like this instance here, because this is like Dudley experienced something and because of that, he's he's different in the sense that, you know, he says Harry's not a waste of space. Mm-hmm. You know, thank goodness he thinks that. But, like, it still has an impact on Vernon and Petunia to the point where, I mean, I mean, you were saying, why would they not believe him? Well, I think that we have a lot of real life examples of people who just don't believe things, even when there's proof right in front of them, they just don't believe it. And it doesn't matter how much proof you show them, they're not going to believe it. And I think that Dudley Petunia, Petunia having Lily and having that letter she got from Dumbledore deep down, I think probably affected this too, but Dudley affected it a lot as well because he, experienced it and they obviously are going to trust him well harry has to remind him he's like this fog that's dementors remember what those do dudley and then he goes yeah hands to the mouth yeah so dudley is their proof i think that petunia deep down also i mean i don't know if she she would have said anything though I don't know. I'm torn. She goes along with like everything. Well, she didn't say snot at the end to Harry anyway, too. So she doesn't necessarily go along with everything that he says because Vernon wants to kick him out. Yeah, that's true. And she won't let that happen because of that letter from Dumbledore. So 
I do think that she gets it, even though she's not going to be that person to actually have a relationship with Harry or show that she cares directly to his face. But I do think that she has more of a say in the things that happen than maybe we realize. Okay. I don't know. She's also not a rock the boat type of person, you know? Correct. I'm going to do whatever's easiest that everybody's like, "Mm," you know? Yeah. Oh, man. The Dursleys. Why are you guys going to make me think about the Dursleys at all? I know. It's unfortunate anyway. Stop it, both of you. Well, it's just hard. It's I actually feel reading the Dursleys now is much more relatable than reading them when we were younger. Yeah. Because you probably know someone who reminds you of the Dursleys nowadays. Unfortunately, and like as a, you know, 12, 13, 14 year old reading these books for the first time. I don't know if I did necessarily. I was just like, wow, they suck. Well, also, you're, you yeah, know, yeah. your eyes aren't always open to like, correct because you don't have the you're just you're, I mean, you're 12, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or you just don't see things a certain way. So, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So I think my last point I said to go along with this, this Dursley conversation. Um, so we have the whole uprooting your entire life, your work, your things, which we know they loved their things, right? Material possessions yeah. were a big deal. Keeping up with the Joneses type of thing. Um, and then on the other hand, <coughs> you have the evidence that Harry's parents are literally dead because of some of, quote, to use their words, his lot. Um, and in the right mind, should have been evidence enough, especially with Dudley's experience with the Dementors, um, and kind of your ability to think about the this clearly would, would disappear because of the untrusting and fearing nature that you have towards a certain group. Yeah. Also, his lot, your lot, my lot, racist garbage. I hate that verbiage. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's this episode it's of the next one. It's appropriate for them to use, though, because it matches right. who they are and it shows you who they are. Yeah, but Hestia it is just gets. very telling of their personalities. Yes, it is. So Hestia gets married. She sure does. She does, and rightfully so. And uh, we'll talk about that this part one of you (laughs) a little later i think it's actually the next episode um okay so (laughs) harry is like shocked when vernon is like i believe it's a plot to get the house um the house (laughs) what house and then (laughs) harry (laughs) vernon shrieks this house shriek um this house (laughs) our house (laughs) Your hand was this. I know. Um, (laughs) And he talks all about how house prices are skyrocketing. They he wants them out of the way, and then he's gonna do his magic. And before you know it, the deed's gonna be in Harry's name. I'm sorry, he's not gonna do magic. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna do what? Uh, 
Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Shout out to the Sanderson sisters. Oh my gosh. Um. So, Harry at this point officially is not holding back. Um, he knows that he will probably never see the Dursleys again at this point, which is kind of dark if you think about it, because I think he does know that there's a very high probability that he might die. And while, yes, it's also him leaving this house forever, I do legitimately think he's also thinking about how he may never have to deal with them again because he may be no longer with the living. All I could hear was Kristoff in yep. Frozen 2. We will die. Because you can't talk properly to <laughs> Oh, Anna. when you're trying to propose. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's oh, so my funny. gosh. Um, and then he, <laughs> so he says, are you out of your mind? Are you actually as stupid as you look? <laughs> <laughs> and that was where I was like, yeah, he officially does not care anymore. Um <laughs> he's already got a house though and he tells them this and he's like and also why would I want this one all the happy memories <laughs> <laughs> yes. that, is ver- that is verbatim um, so good he's pretty impressed with himself Harry he's like that was that was a really good little argument there um, because <laughs> he has silenced them which is something so they needed that they needed to know that they suck yes like you are off you are literally abusive and awful people. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Yeah. Gosh. Harry Harry does so good in this scene. Like I wish that I could have like been in the background just like rooting Cheering. him on. Yes. Yeah. Like literally like applauding. I wish this would have been in the movie. <sighs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, um we can't. So this next part has to be <laughs> So exasperating for Harry because, again, Vernon just wants to go over everything and act like he doesn't actually know or comprehend anything that Harry has told him, which honestly he probably hasn't. Because how much do you really think that he's like sitting down and listening to what Harry's telling him about Voldemort? He's not. It's going in one ear and out the other. So he's talking. um, He's like. Voldemort he says you claim that this hey this is Megan from Swish and Flick I wanted to tell you all about book of the month I love the curated list of books that is available every month it makes it so easy to find something for you book of the month focuses on new and upcoming authors it's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres I am so excited at the start of every month to see what book of the month has picked and what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code Petals. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Board thing. <laughs> and Harry you know, gets impatient. Yes. <laughs> if they would have just called him Lord Thing throughout the rest of this book, none of this would have ever happened. Again. No one would have been captured. Malfoy Manor wouldn't have been a thing. If Harry, Ron, and Hermione were into inside jokes, they could have been saved. Lord Thing. Um, because I'm not going to lie. If like I was in Harry's situation, that would have been one of the first things I told my best friend. I've been like, you're not going to believe what he called Lord Voldemort. Oh, 100%. And then... And then Say I'm saying this to Katie. Katie would be like, "Well, that's what we're calling him from now on." So, and I'm like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> yeah. Be dementoids. Um, so Harry's <laughs> real impatient. He's like Voldemort, and we've been through this a hundred times already. This is not a claim; it is fact. Uh, Dumbledore told you last year, and Kingsley, and Mister Weasley. However, some of those people he doesn't respect. He likes Kingsley. He definitely doesn't like Mr. Weasley. Likes Kingsley and only because he works with muggles. Correct. And because it's the prime minister. Awful. Um, so he then Vernon basically just wants to put his trust in the government here. This is going back to Kingsley because he's like, well, why can't we have Kingsley? You know, uh, Hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. So Harry says, Kingsley and Mr. Weasley explained it all. Once I'm 17, the protective charm that keeps me safe will break, and that exposes you as well as me. The order is sure Voldemort will target you, whether to... Did I say? Yeah. We'll target you, whether to torture you to try and find out where I am, or because he thinks by holding you hostage, I'd come and try to rescue you. Which, you know Harry would. Yep. 100% 100% he would. would. If he goes back and saves Draco Malfoy. Yeah. A thousand percent. He would put himself in danger to save them, which is... Because that's what Harry does. I wouldn't. <laughs> we know. <laughs> worry, I know we you know. know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Vernon is... He just like is... He's just like walking back. He's like pacing. And Harry's like, you've got to go into hiding and the order wants to help you. You're being offered serious protection. The best there is. So then this is when Vernon like wants to put his trust in the government here. Uh, what about the ministry? Like he he just so wants to be right. He wants he's like, why can't we go to the ministry? Harry explains again why you can't. They think that it's been infiltrated. And I, I literally wrote in my notes, this is kind of like a typical boomer white man. I'm just saying. Um, it's so, and Harry Harry thinks to himself, it's so very typical of his uncle to put his hopes in the establishment, even within this world that he despised and mistrusted. So, like, first, you know, he's like, well, there's, there's, like, a government for you guys, so, like, why would we not talk to them? Like, they should be the people that we trust. Why are we listening to this, like, Order of the Phoenix? Like, what are they? Um... So, yeah, he's just he's literally just trying to find all excuses to be correct over the situation, even though it's been explained to him a million times and he just doesn't he just doesn't want to hear it. 
Nope. It's got to be like fear talking too, you know, like you're coming For up with sure. like every excuse yeah. possible. He wants it to not be true. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to leave no, their job and their livelihood and their home. And I mean, nobody wants to do that. It's it's an outlandish ask, but it's necessary, you yeah. know. Right. And like, I mean, I don't know. It's a tough situation because like we've said, you know, like they don't really care about Harry. So like, why would they listen? But, you know, the the Dudley factor yeah. is there. Ooh, I like that term. The Dudley factor. The Dudley factor. They're playing at the Grog Shock next week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Is it my turn? It is. Oh. Up. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were saying let's go, like start your section, not let's go to the concert. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. No, I was saying let's go to the I'm concert. Sorry, I got it. I'm not all here. I haven't today. been to the crock shop in a long time. I think the last person I saw there was Kiefer Sutherland. Oh my god, right. <laughs> Kiefer. Just so random. What? We saw Kiefer Sutherland, Kiefer Sutherland band has a band play at the Grog Shop. <laughs> and he That's came weird. and played like a couple of years ago. <laughs> it was awesome. And we were on a 24 kick, so we went. I'll put in the chat if anyone. <laughs> Tiffany is just like staring. <laughs> if anyone is a 24 fan, I'll put in his quote in the Discord that someone shouted out and it made him laugh. It has a swear in it, so I couldn't say it, but. Dang it, Chloe. Yeah, dang it, Chloe. Uh, okay. So, Uncle Vernon. Ugh, no, just Vernon. I typed uncle every time, Tiff. Why did I do that? Where were you putting to tell me not to? putting too much effort into that man. It's a waste of time. That typical boomer white man. Vern stops in front of Harry and says, all right, so for the sake of arguments, right, let's say we accept this protection. <laughs> What? I'm sorry. I just as soon as I said white man, I <laughs> I, I pictured Schmidt from New Girl going a white man. No, <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love. Oh that. god, white oh, man. Me too. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so say they accept this protection. Why can't they have quote that Kingsley bloke? So Harry tries not to roll his eyes because they've been over this half a dozen times as well. And Harry explains again, Kingsley is protecting your prime minister. And Vernon says, exactly, he's the best. And he points at the TV when he says this. So then Harry, in his head, we get the explanation that the Dursleys had spotted Kingsley walking behind the muggle prime minister when he was like visiting a hospital or something and they were showing it on TV. So like you guys said before, they know he works with muggles. I don't even think that it's muggles. It's specifically that it's the prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. Quote this because in the it, fact. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, because again, he wants to put faith in what you would typically think was authority. Yeah. I have so something. I have an idea that could get really lengthy, though. And it might be best served to do with an episode with someone else. Um, and it has to do with racism and it has to do not necessarily that Kingsley is a black character in the series, but the fact that he is a wizard that looks just 
like a normal muggle, which mm. would make him more trustworthy. And it makes me think of like racism today and well if they talk like me and go to school like me and dress like me then I'm not going to be afraid mm. yeah does so, anybody else speak to that am I on to anything there with that okay I think Mia that said, write it down <laughs> <laughs> write it oh where where is that said um, but it just, that feels very real. And what is it in, in something bias, implicit bias? Uh, that sounds right. Like I know you have biases so deeply rooted. Yes. Yeah. That. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, am I right? Is that bias? Unconscious bias. Yeah. Unconscious bias. That's what it is. Thank you, Shonda. Okay. Because it feels very real that that is something they feel more comfortable with him because of those things. Yeah. Yes. Talks like a muggle. Presents as a muggle. Yep. You know? Okay. And That's they, gotta be they're done. very obviously coded as racist. Yes. Let's get that. That needs to be an episode and not even a Felix file. That's something that should be pushed to the masses. Yeah, for sure. So we'll get we'll get a team of people to to discuss this. People that know better than I. Um, yeah, that's really uh, that's a really good topic. We should do it. Yes, soonish. Because somebody in Wizgiz write it down and text it to our group because I don't want to forget. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mia. Um, awesome. So yeah, like you guys are saying from the book. Quote, this and the fact that Kingsley had mastered the knack of dressing like a muggle, not to mention a, sh- a certain reassuring something in a slow, deep voice, had caused the Dursleys to take to Kingsley in a way they had certainly not done with any other wizard, although it was true that they had never seen him with his earring in. That all just goes into what you just said. I also want to state that I think that another reason why Vernon wants Kingsley is purely because... He believes he deserves the best. Even though he is definitely not an important figure to protect in this war necessarily. Mm -hmm. Especially, I mean, compared to the prime minister, right? But he feels he's worthy of that level of protection. Not only that, he feels like he's not, like nothing else is acceptable. Right. Yeah. 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 He's the worst type of human. Yeah. Uh, Harry, not taking any sort of ish this whole chapter, is like, well, he's taken. Too bad. Mm-hmm. Hestia Jones and Daedalus Diggle. Daedalus? Daedalus Diggle are more Daedalus. than up to the job. I mean, that's such, it's such a cool name, but such a funny name. It just wants to get caught up in my mouth, you know? I just can't stop thinking of the scene with him in Sorcerer's Stone. Every time I see his name, I think about it. Yeah. Ooh, say it again. Daedalus? Daedalus. Daedalus. Diggle? Diggle. Diggle. Excuse That's me. the guy who's like, Mr. he Diggle. remembered my name or something like that. Shook his hand. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Diggle. That would be an excellent cat or dog name. 
It would be. Well, yeah. I'm Mr. Diggle. Hi, <laughs> what's your dog's name? <laughs> Mr. Diggle. Mr. Diggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's happening. Oh, boy. You act like we're going to have another dog. Oh, I stopped. Oh, cat. Yeah, I was talking about a cat. Okay, we can get another cat. Harry Potter is cats. That's true. Disney like is dogs. Give, and yes, oh we God. will like have another. Mega hard time. We will have another. I told Katie that I'm really glad that she's come to terms with the fact that we're going to have a dog our entire lives. <laughs> when did I say I came to terms with that? Christmas. <laughs> My favorite thing, small little side note, is people were like still behind in episodes. Yeah. And like they were hearing like, because me and Meg have had many discussions on the pod about like, not getting a dog or when we might get a dog and then like so they'll be there and then like all of a sudden we like posted our like adoption post about phil and they're like what happened because they were just like so behind katie's weak (laughs) hey and then everybody probably thinks that i made you change your mind we came to it at the exact same time it was literally i wasn't even pushy about it it was was the most bizarre moment of my entire life i never in a million years did i think katie would say i was thinking the same thing there she was we sat in the car for like an hour and talked anyway philly that's how you came here now you're here i was sitting on my little leg nice and warm he's so cute right can i call him philbert yeah yeah Uh, meg's dad calls him phil dirt Filter. Filter. I like don't really he know. He likes to run in the dirt. Okay. Filter. This is who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um. Oh, Filbert! Oh my god, that's hilarious. I forgot about that character. Oh my god, I loved him. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then Uncle Vernon starts saying something about wanting to see CVs. Which I know this means resume, but I always you, forget because I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> I always forget what it stood for. So I, I looked never it up knew again. what it stood for. I was like, "What the heck is a CV?" I always thought it was like cover letter. I know. And I'm like, what? What? Is, what's the V? No, same. But I looked it up a while ago, <laughs> but then I forgot because that exact same thing happened to me. So Thanks. I looked it up again. It stands for curriculum vitae, which is Latin. For course of life. <laughs> you want to know my whole course of life. <laughs> uh, in contrast, resume is French for summary. So both CVs and resumes tailored for the specific job or company you're applying to. Blah, 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 blah. Got Fun it. stuff. Thank you for educating me today on CVs. Anytime. What I don't understand is... I don't know why is, I replied. Katie's the one who did it. God, you're taking <laughs> credit for Catherine's work. <laughs> what I don't understand <laughs> is why does it say, like, when you're applying for a job, it says resume slash CV? Is it just, like, in case you are only used to one or the other? Can I tell you that I have Probably. never in my adult working life have seen CV anywhere? Never have? What? No. Really? Oh my god, I've seen it so much. You have to like upload when you're applying for something. It always says resume nope. slash CV, yep. and I always just assumed CV meant cover letter, and I then I would many... click away from it because yeah. I never want to write a cover letter. <laughs> I wonder how many jobs <laughs> I could have actually maybe gotten if I, I would have just submitted my resume because but I did need a cover letter. Stops me from writing a cover letter. <laughs> 
I hate cover letters. There was one time Ugh. I sent the wrong cover letter to the wrong company, and ever oh, I've since done then, that. I never want to do it again. I've done that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, that was maybe the most embarrassing thing in my entire life. <laughs> this is maybe, what is the quote from Friends? <laughs> this is probably the worst day since, since I've, I've been, been alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> worst day since I've been alive. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway. Okay. So Harry now, I don't know how he hasn't before now, but he has lost his patience. He gets up and advances on Vernon, right? Mm. He explains that these accidents that he's seeing on TV, they're not accidents. The crashes, the explosions, the derailments, the whatever else, the people disappearing, people who are dying... Voldemort, a.k.a. Lord Thing, is behind it all. <laughs> I'm calling him that forever. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I've told you this over and over again. He kills muggles for fun. Even the fogs, they're caused by dementors. And if you can't remember what they are, ask your son. My, yes, my thing changed dementors to demoters. I don't know why, <laughs> but it didn't did. even, didn't even phase me. Read right over it. Go um, speaking of reading things... When I was going back through and like reading this and not just listening to it, um, the kills muggles for fun, even the fogs. I read it as even the frogs. <laughs> Why is he out here killing frogs, man? Poor frogs. frogs. <laughs> I also have something of note. So we've said Voldemort a couple of times, and we meaning Harry. Um, so my question is, and I have an answer to my own question. Um, is there no taboo yet? Or I don't think so. Is Lily's protection as well as the ministry not have fallen yet and the order's protections around those safe houses keeping them out when they use Voldemort's name? Yes. I don't think that yes there's a taboo all. Yet. <laughs> I don't think there's a taboo yet, and I think that okay. the ministry folly like they they were preparing that taboo to be set in place as soon as the ministry fell, which is why it worked as fast as it did with the trio after they left the borough. I would agree. Tottingham Court Road, because it wasn't is until that what then. you think Tottenham too, Tiff? Court Road or whatever. Hmm? Is that what you think too? Um. Okay. <laughs> I think that um, I think regardless of them saying his name even if there was a taboo on it I think the ministry falling led to everything happening but I think the order like those spells as well as Lily's protection around Privet Drive would have kept them away yeah regardless. I do agree yeah. I think that even if it was there it they wouldn't have worked yeah, they needed the ministry to fall in order to get in. Because once the ministries fell, we saw that they were able to get uh, torture uh, Tonks' parents. And obviously get into Weasley wedding. So Harry mentions Dementors. He mentors Dementors. And instantly Dudley's hands cover his mouth. And he's like, there are more of them? Like, terrified. And Harry laughs. He's like, of course there's more. There's hundreds, maybe thousands by this time because they feed off of fear and despair. And 
hello, look at all these accidents. That's what's happening right now. Can you imagine how terrifying that would be to hear, though, when Dudley probably legitimately thinks that there were only two? That's probably like, like not to sound dramatic, but that's probably what helped him sleep at night, that they were gone. Like, yeah. no more. Because that was no. a very terrifying now thing Harry's for him. saying there's Cause Harry thousands. Because Harry got rid of those two, right? Right. Yeah. Um, in theory, meaning Ugh. the underworld. Mm. Roman. Um, also, just a quick brain note from my sad self. Um, all these accidents, there's like derailments and explosions and stuff. Are we packing the lake full of muggles for an army? Oh my gosh, probably. That's a lot of killing for, you know, just killing sake. Yeah. Like, I think that they like to do that. I mean, it's neither here nor there, but I think that we're trying to get an army going. We got a, a lake reason. to fill. We got a lake to fill, you guys. Gross. We're going to win this war. I just want to know, like, what did Dudley see? He saw his um, true self and how he actually is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, basically, Dumbledore last year. I have a whole thing that we're going to talk about next episode. I'm not going to say it now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was looking up the other night. I like it. Yeah. So, Vernon seems to have finally given in, saying, all right, you made your point, blah, blah, blah. And Harry says, well, I hope so, because once I turn 17, all of them, the Death Eaters, Dementors, maybe Inferi, Confi- and he does explain quickly what inferior are, which I can't even imagine trying to like it- digest that when you have no concept. Be like zombies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, confine them and we'll certainly attack them. Quote, and if you remember the last time you tried to outrun wizards, I think you'll agree you need help. <laughs> I mean, like, I know he's being serious, but that was also a little snarky it's and I love him for that. So funny. <laughs> Philly, you're pushing buttons, buddy. Thank you. Um, so this line makes me want to freaking cry because of nostalgia. Uh, there was a brief silence in which the distant echo of Hagrid smashing down a wooden front door seemed to reverberate through the intervening years. Shout out to one. It's crazy. I love that line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just really, well. really nostalgic. Do you see this dog? Yeah. He really wants to be a part of this conversation. He really wants to press all the keys with his slobby <laughs> mouth. Uh, so Ampetudia is staring at Uncle Vernon Dudley staring at Harry and the silence is broken by Vernon once again being like but what about my work what about Dudley's school I don't suppose those things matter to a bunch of layabout wizards and Harry shouts don't you understand they will torture and kill you like they did my parents and I think that the argument would have continued to go on until infinity if Dudley didn't suddenly pop in and say dad i'm going with these order people and harry said dudley for the first time in your life you're talking sense oh i think that that little bullet point that you had aunt petunia is staring at uncle vernon dudley is staring at harry dudley believes harry like he fully gets it now i think he fully got it in six yeah I do. We'll talk about yeah. it. We'll talk about it. But yeah, I mean, that that to me is very telling. Dudley's not looking to his parents for guidance on this. I'm not no. sure that he'll look to his parents for guidance on much anymore. Yeah. Um, I think he, he 
he understands. Especially with whatever news they're going to be hearing at whatever at their safe house because they're going to be updated on what's happening in the war because of who they're with. And he's going to hear everything that's real and that's yeah. happening, which is in total contradiction to everything that his parents have told him. Yeah. He's going to see heroes. He's going to hear about Harry and what he's doing. They're going to hear about um, Gringotts. Yeah. And eventually they're going to hear about Harry being victorious. And it is a giant, you know what, to Vernon and Petunia. Like, they were right all along. The wizarding world was right all along about Harry. I think that it would be so cool if, like, there was a fanfic. I'm sure that there's a fanfic. (laughs) Because there's a fanfic for everything. But, like... Imagine if, like, one of Dudley's kids was magical. I've totally oh, heard I'm that sure, theory before. I'm sure that's the thing. It would be yeah. so cool. Yeah, I feel like it is a theory. Yeah. I think it was a disproved theory, but for a thousand well, percent. I like it. It's no, for a thousand percent, there will be fan fiction out there. Yeah. And I, I yeah. love it. I think it'd be a totally cool 180. If okay. you're gonna kill all the marauders and make Teddy an orphan to represent a full circle of Harry, then you might as well make Dudley's kid circle. magical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, and I think that it would be so cool to like, <laughs> kind of funny, even saying this out loud that I want a short story that involves Vernon and Petunia, but how cool would it be to get like a short story of them in hiding, like glimpses of moments where they do find out information and like how they react to it just be an interesting thing to be able to read Mm -hmm. um okay i'm gonna ask even the news immediately after uh, after the seven potters after that battle that news is going to get to mr diggle (laughs) 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 and you know he's not going to be able to he's going to say it you know they're going to know immediately um the realness that of the war it and was yeah, the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. You would have gotten got. Anywho. Um, okay. A couple lightning bolt questions. We're going to do four. So the first one is from Destifer. Do you think Petunia ever told Vernon about writing that letter to Dumbledore to get into Hogwarts? Or do you think she always kept that a secret? No. Took it secret. to the grave. Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of confirmed, isn't it? I know they're still like among the living technically, but I think that that is in a writing that was once on Pottermore. Ah, okay. Am I wrong? Possibly. I, okay. No. It sounds like something was right. You know, we can look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marguerite asks, do you think Harry choosing to protect them created something similar to what Lily did for them? I don't know. He didn't. It's not love. Sacrifice himself. It's literally just Harry being that. The bigger person. (laughs) Well, even for like. Well, if you think about uh, the people in our military, you know, they literally sign up to give their lives 
for their country and people, right? But they're not like they don't have like that personal love connection. So I don't yeah. think it's, it feels like that to me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Harry's doing it because Harry. I hate. The, I I feel like it's not a good enough term for him. But like, no, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like he's protecting them because that's his job in his in his mind. And also, I do think that he knows that he would be pulled to put himself in danger if they were taken. And, and he doesn't important. feel like saving them. <laughs> Maybe. I don't blame I mean, him. Yeah. I don't want to, like, actually have to waste my time to come after you in a situation. <laughs> and, like, me having to come and save you, the Dursleys, could put the Wizarding World at risk, you know? Or and my best friends or people Harry, I actually love. Yeah. And Harry's not like Dumbledore where like he'll let them like Dumbledore would good. <laughs> yeah Dumbledore would be like well for the greater good I'm not coming to get you you Modern know what I mean any other greater good yeah <laughs> um okay next question is from Katie old-fashioned lightning bolt rapid answers you're packing to escape to the unknown wizarding world and you have only one suitcase what are your top three things you're taking not including pets these are muggle things. Yeah. Oh, snap. My Kindle. My Switch. <laughs> yeah. Is my family coming with me? Is that already given? Or have we talking about Yeah, things? you've got to put things, things in not a suitcase. People. Yeah. Oh, snap. Really cozy outfit. Also, my Kindle and my Switch for sure. And I kind of want to say my... No. I just shouldn't take two gaming systems. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> a Kindle, a Switch, and... <coughs> Sorry. Huh. Huh. My laptop. Mine would be my Switch, my laptop. What are you doing on your laptop? I don't know. Browsing the interwebs, checking yeah. the news. <laughs> the whole wide world's open to me. Is my phone like automatically like a yeah, that's in your pocket. Have to go into a suitcase. What would my last thing be? Wait. Snacks. What? Instead what? of my laptop. Oh, you get to change. This is no. This is <laughs> lightning bolt. Old school. Freaking snake cheater. <laughs> oh, and maybe like my favorite blanket. Okay, that's fair. You guys got to think too long about those. That wasn't fair. My pillow. Sorry. <laughs> I'm very particular. Change laptop to pillow? Yeah, I gotta be cozy. <laughs> Remember when I left my in Chicago? All right, boo! Yeah, yeah. so sick. I'll borrow my laptop out. <laughs> and I'll borrow all your Kindle. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> See, when you, when you got a couple thing going on, you basically get six things. <laughs> A couple oh thing. <laughs> I'm all Is that three? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Three yeah, questions? It was. it was. Or three things. Oh, I said We're not four, going didn't to I? Hogwarts, okay. though. Last, last one is from Sarah. What did the Dursleys do in hiding? Played Uno. What did they do in hiding? Yeah. Uh, what did they do? They Someone were, like, on here. Crammed in a house together with. Dudley lifted. Dudley cool. lifted for sure. Um, 
They probably watched a lot of TV, huh? Probably. I'm sure Aunt Petunia spent a week cleaning the whole place. Oh, my God. Until it was up to her standards. Jenga. Hours of the Great Humberto. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry to get a yawn out. Fan story. (laughs) Fan story. This is from Samantha from January. Nope, it's not. I was in the wrong episode. Samantha's next one. This is from from (laughs) Kelsey Easterly from January of 2022. Hello, I'm a very recent listener of your podcast after my sister recommended it, and I love it so much so far. I've literally laughed out loud so many times already and relate to... to so much of your Potter origin stories. It has been very fun and nostalgic listening to your commentary and stories. I just started rereading the whole series in Spanish to practice. I'm a high school Spanish teacher, and I'm just starting Chamber of Secrets. So it'll be fun to listen to this podcast and time it to go through each chapter with you all from now on. My Potter story. Not sure if you're still taking these 200 plus episodes later. Always taking them. My aunt gifted the first Harry Potter book to me, to my family in 1999. My mom read the first book out loud to my sister and I. I was in fifth grade at the time and my sister in third. About two-thirds of the way through the book, though, I got impatient and started reading it on my own, or finished reading it on my own. By then, the second and third books were already out, and I quickly read through those as well. Apparently, I loved the book so much that when I received one at my birthday party, I went into another room to read it while my friends were all still there, and my mom had to ask me to come back out and visit with my friends. Priorities. I went to my first midnight book premiere at Barnes and Noble for the fourth book. Probably why Goblet of Fire is still my favorite. And went to all the book and movie premieres after that. The last movie came out the summer of my last year of college, and the timing couldn't have been better. It felt like right. Yeah, I think that's the same for us. No. Yeah. No. Twenty thirteen. Oh, college. Yeah. Oh my god. Twenty eleven. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the last year, but it was close to the end. That's why I, it's because of the Disney College program. I know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same brainwave. We're similar. Similar yeah. timing. That's all I meant. <laughs> uh, and the timing couldn't have been better. It felt like only then that my childhood was truly over. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. I'm sure this podcast was a light to many who were listening to it during the lockdown pandemic crazy years of 2020 and 2021. Much love, Kelsey Easterly. Oh, thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Kelsey. You're very sweet, Kelsey. Thank you. Mm. Truly, though, I appreciate it very much. Katie was so excited that she already picked out a joke. Yeah, but I forgot I had to pick out two, so now i got to find another one for later. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> where did Godric Gryffindor find his sword? In the sorting hat. In the sorting hat. <laughs> Did you see she my was face so bummed that I was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure that you follow myself and Katie on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus family. And Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at tiffswish underscore flick. That's it. That's I'm it. Reading, <laughs> I'm, reading, I'm reading Crown of Midnight. Go. Quick. I'm reading Know My Name by Chanel Miller. I'm playing Pokemon Violet. Yeah, Very I started cool. Scarlet too. It's fun. I got to the Pokemon League. Oh, Are you just. Wow. Um, I didn't fight them yet, but I got there. <laughs> I always love to go in and then like immediately get just like annihilated. 
just <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> uh, I don't believe that anybody got bingo. Oh, However, the house cup standings are Ravenclaw in first. Is that new? That's new, isn't it? Ravenclaw's no, in first. That was last oh. <laughs> <laughs> With 2,690. Gryffindor's in second with 2,410. It's in the house cup channel. I don't want to go Hufflepuff there. Hufflepuff is in third with 2,166, <laughs> and Slytherin's in fourth with 1,390. Dang, that's a close battle. Weep womp. We need more Slytherins. Thank you, Mia. My third love. or another. What did I put? I put on the internet the other day that my second house was the Dirty Birdies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Me too, me too. Good job, Dirt Birds. Dirty Birdies. All right, guys. Um, This is for Megan's right nostril. (laughs) And And Tiffany's left left. one. (laughs) Together we make a complete nose. (laughs) If you've made it this far, we're both really sorry if you heard us sniffle, cough, sneeze, anything. Sorry. (laughs) My bad. All right, kids, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just in my voice! <laughs> I love chapstick, man. What a great invention. What did they do before oh, chapstick? Lard. I need chapstick, but then, like, I don't... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but I don't want to use it when I'm sick and then, like, have to throw it out. I hate that. So you just go without? Yeah. Sounds terrible, Megan. Katie, that's what I was going to say. I've heard that about chapstick, too. Tiffany may be addicted. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, Katie also said, with your chapstick when you're sick, just cut a thin layer off of it. You don't have to throw the whole thing out. That's true. But what about the little plastic rim? Wipe it with a Clorox. <laughs> I don't know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.